Okay, listen to this. We have something really exciting that we want to share with you. Jesse and I are going to be speaking live this November 4th and 5th at the Flourish event here in Chandler, Arizona. We actually attended this event earlier this year. They had one in April and we had a blast. Now we will be speaking and honestly, we just want to meet as many of our realtor listeners as possible. Yes, there will be an incredible all-female speaking lineup networking, a content shoot, and you won't want to miss coming with us to the VIP dinner. The link to buy tickets is in the show notes and hurry because they won't last long, but don't stop there. Send us a DM after you've bought your tickets to get details to join us at an exclusive socially modern happy hour following the event. We've been podcasting for almost a year now and what better way to celebrate than to meet up with you guys in real life. We can't wait to see you there. Hey, I'm Jesse. And I'm Stephanie. We are two Arizona realtors who have built multi-million dollar businesses using only social media. And now we're bringing you our best kept secrets and social strategies to grow your small business online. So grab your coffee and a notebook and let's dive into Socially Modern. Hello, hello, you guys. Welcome back to the Socially Modern podcast. If you're a regular listener, if you're a new listener, welcome. We're really glad you're here. Yes. We are going to be talking about the C word today. The C word. (laughs) Consistency. Oh my gosh. Consistency. Not you naughty birds thinking the other word (laughs) we're here to talk about consistency why consistency because it is in my opinion the foundation of creating a business online one thousand percent and you're not gonna say that i won't say it six times this episode i promise that's it i'm done with it (laughs) oh my gosh um anyway guys we are super stoked to touch on this topic. Literally this entire episode is dedicated to consistency because the way we see it, without consistency, you have nothing. So the way that I like to think about it is think about building like a brick house, right? So you have to lay each brick individually. Okay. Um, so if you were really inconsistent in laying the bricks, um, I mean, who knows how long? it would take you to finish that house, right? Right. But if you had a plan for laying those bricks, going in a certain way, doing it a certain way, I'm not a- A certain schedule uh, even. I'm not a masonry expert, (laughs) so. (laughs) But if you have a plan for laying those bricks and then you stayed consistent with that plan, you're going to have a house built in no time. In absolutely no time. And that's exactly what it's like building a business on social media. It it goes brick by brick. So now taking it one step further, if I was a brand new brick and mortar business owner, so I owned a storefront, I had rent and utilities to pay, I had massive overhead, and I'm trying to build my business, do you think I'm just going to market that business every so often? 
No way. If I was a terrible business person. Maybe. Yeah. Right. But if I want to be successful and I want to really root my brick and mortar business in that community, then I'm going to figure out a way to, to market to a regular customer base, whether that's through mm-hmm. newspaper ads or big signage or radio ads or using social media. Like when you think about a brick and mortar business owner and all of the marketing tools that they use to market their business, it's no different than just using social media as a single individual real estate agent. Well, I think they've even really benefited and things have changed so much for for all styles of business, Mm -hmm. brick and mortar as well. But um, ultimately, you know, I think marketing can kind of get overlooked sometimes, you know, business owners get so hyper-focused on the the build out of the business, right? Like you mm-hmm. said, like, like getting the building and I need a, I need a computer and yeah. <laughs> what about my product or whatever? They get so hyper-focused on all these things and then marketing tends to be the last thought. You want to know a company that I think has done marketing right? A small business that has grown over the last however many years. Tell us. Crumble Cookies. Crumble has done amazing. Holy which, cow. Which I have a cool tie to them. They're actually, they were created in my hometown. Oh, I didn't of, realize it was your hometown. Logan, Utah. Yeah, the, the first I knew it was Utah. The first Crumble store was in Logan, Utah, and I've been in it, and it doesn't exist anymore because the owner ended up demolishing it and they have a whole different um like strip mall area there, so it doesn't exist anymore, but uh yeah, I mean, that's kind of my cool tie, but I I think that they've done marketing so well. They did. You know, and they've franchised out their business. So you have all of these franchise owners and whatever, but all of the marketing is so consistent and they do like the, you know, cookie videos every week that are like, these are our flavors of the week. Yeah. Just like get everybody so psyched for it. But like they have grown to how many states? Like, yeah, I don't even know a lot. (laughs) I just looked them up the other day, actually. They've grown so much and they're only four years old. But it's because they have been very consistent in their marketing. In their marketing. Yeah, I, I agree. Mean, you start with a really great product, the idea of going into a store to buy cookies or having them uh, delivered, delivered to even your better. house like at 10 p.m. <laughs> when you're love craving it. cookies. Like, of course, that's a solid business idea, but you wouldn't get anywhere if you didn't have a plan to actually market it. So I'm going to get really fired up in this episode. I know. I'm excited. Way, Like I get asked all the time, like how I built my business or created my client base or grew my following to 13, whatever thousand followers. And honestly, the best answer that I can give is that I was consistent and persistent about it. You're looking at me because. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you said consistent and persistent, correct, which is, you know, I was waiting for it. (laughs) Uh, Throwback to one of our very first episodes. And we were talking about consistency and Stephanie said persistency, which I got all jumbled. A word I'm pretty sure is Mm -hmm. a word we looked afterwards, but it made us both laugh. It made us laugh in the middle of the episode. (laughs) Anyway. Yes. Well, I too built my business on social media through consistency and through showing up. I was always out there doing my model home Mondays. That was something that I did in the beginning of my business. And you all know it if you've listened for any amount of time here, but model home Mondays, every single Monday on live, I was there. And that was one of the biggest keys to my initial success in this business, honestly. And it was something people knew me for. And let me ask you something. Did you continue to go live 
every week, even if nobody hopped on, even or if, if one person, if nobody hopped on, if, if one person hopped on and it was like one of my real estate friends, usually <laughs> <laughs> you're like, great. I'm like, yeah, all I can't right. Sell awesome. you a house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I would stay on and I would talk and I started studying different ways to engage on Facebook live, um, which was actually really interesting. And I got some good like ways to close them out and ways to engage with people who would do the, watch the replay even. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, yeah, I just got better at it. I, I created it as a challenge and then I started getting consistent in not only the day, but I realized there should be consistent in the time. Yeah. Because going live is one of those things where you, you do hope that people are going to be able to like hop on. Yeah. And if they can kind of pre-plan for it, they know that you're going to hop on live every Monday at noon, which is yeah. what I chose. Cause I was like, it's probably people's lunch break. They'll be able to like hop online around that time. Yeah. Um, and well, that's, that's what how, I did. That's how TV shows do it. Mm-hmm. They air a new episode at the same time on every, you know, the same day every week because that's when those people, those loyal followers, loyal watchers are going to tune in. So, yeah, I think you exactly. did it exactly right. See, and that was back when I was like, I'm winging it. Brand new. I was. Not knowing what to do. <laughs> and you just picked it up. Just figuring it out. <laughs> <laughs> but I know there's there's definitely been a time like right now in my business where I'm kind of pivoting. I'm feeling like a pivot and a shift. And that's kind of also the time that I start to fall off of my consistency game. Um, and I was telling Jesse this before we before we went live here to record this. And it's just been, you know, it's kind of funny that we're doing a consistency topic <laughs> and it's like totally hitting me because, you know, I'm, I'm here. This is where I'm at. But I want to be real with you guys and show you, too, that there's this side of it where I'm in a pivot moment and my consistency has not been where it should be. Yeah. And I know that. So um, I kind of wanted to do a little bit of a of a what I'm going to do to get my stuff back on the consistent train yes. that it should be on. Tell us. Okay. Give so, us the deets. Number one, number one, I'm going to get really, really clear on my message and my voice because I think since I'm kind of in this like pivot moment, right, I kind of have to redefine what my audience is looking like and what I'm yeah. going for here. What's my goal? Mm-hmm. Um, and then once I have that kind of nailed down, then I think that a brain dump of ideas for my topics is going to be a lot easier for me to do. Cause that's kind of where I was getting stuck. I was like, well, what kind of content do I want to put out? What kind of captions do I feel like writing? And I never want to post things that don't feel good right. <laughs> to me, you know, you don't so, want to just post to post. I'm not just going to post to post. Yeah. So that's why I, I haven't posted because you know, I want it to be, to be real for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then number three, and this was Jesse pushing me to a little bit. Cause I was like, you know what? I need a time block. And she goes, no, before you need to time block it, you need to create a plan. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you're absolutely right. I need to create a plan for this. So, um, you know, maybe my plan is to post three posts per week. I'm not one of those big believers that says you need to post a, a picture post seven days a week, every day of the week. Mm-hmm. To me, stories are by far more important. So yeah. I'll do three posts per week, maybe in two reels per week. So that's a total of five posts going onto my feed per week. Mm-hmm. And then I'll story six, maybe seven days a week, depending on how I feel. Sometimes I take one, one weekend day one off. Day off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, that's going to be huge for me. And then of course, taking the time to block out my calendar. I already do calendar blocking and my calendar has been such a big, big, big deal for me in my business. But I realized, you know what, Stephanie, you need to actually like write 
like an hour instead of having like this big chunk of block that says I'm working in the office. I literally need to have like an hour that says like a second. Yeah. Like another event. Okay. So I'm going to be in the office from 12 to four. So from 12 to one, I'm doing content. Yeah. Yeah. I'm totally going to do that. And I'm going to make sure that I'm diligent in putting my phone on do not disturb. And I'm just going to get into the zone. And I'm going to make sure that that day is also on a good day for me. Um, We kind of talked about this on just a recent episode, but I have to like be in the right place to do content creation. I think that you're kind of the same way too. Like I can't sit and put all of my thoughts together in a caption if it's like crazy madness around me. Yeah. So, you know, we got to make sure I'm going to be at the office for that. So um, on top of that, if you're not already, I mean, we already do this with our main villain co group. We, mm-hmm. we do content creation, um, but that's a separate day. So the day that I'm writing my captions is completely different from the day that I'm, I'm blocking out time to go and actually create those photos, taking those yeah. photos, doing those videos. So time blocking that too. And then I just wanted to say, you know, if you're with me, you're on the, that you've been inconsistent. I want you to say it with me right now that we're both going to do this together. If you've been feeling stuck, we're going to get unstuck together and we're going to push through this rut that we're in right now. Mm -hmm. Boom. Boom. I hope you're feeling good about that. Yes. (laughs) Because I know I am. Well, so now I kind of want to break out into like some, if you really want to truly leverage social media marketing to attract clients in real estate, then in my eyes, you kind of have to do these following things. And these are something that honestly could be applied to anything in life, not just social media and right. real estate. But um, so these are the five things and then I'm going to break them down each individually. Number one is fully commit to whole assing social media marketing. I'm going to talk <laughs> about that in a second. Um, number two, which I already told you about, is to create a plan. Yep. Already took it. I'm excited. Exactly. Uh, number three, schedule the plan tasks into your calendar, which you've done. Boom. I'm following Jesse's plan here, guys. And then number four <laughs> is to actually do those tasks. It is one thing to actually schedule them into your calendar, and it is a whole other thing to actually do them when the time comes. And number five is rinse and repeat because you don't just do this one time. You have to do it consistently. Consistently. What? So let's break these <laughs> down a little bit further. So number one is fully committing. Um, I actually get this from one of my all-time favorite TV shows, which is Parks and Recreation. Um, for a little bit of backstory, for those who may not watch the show, Leslie Nope, the main character, is running for a city council position in her town while also working full-time at the Parks Department in the same town. And she's been burning the candle on both ends for a while and mixing things up and forgetting things and just overall not doing a very good job at either the campaign or her job. So then her boss, Ron Swanson, insists that she cut back her time at the parks department so she can focus on her election campaign because she wants to win the campaign, Mm -hmm. right? So he tells her in this quote, he says, never half-ass two things, whole-ass one thing. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like my favorite quote of all time. I love it. But it's true. Like you can't half-ass two things. You have to actually pick and focus on one thing. So 
If you truly want to find success with attracting clients into your real estate business, then commit to social media. Actually commit, immerse yourself in learning about it. Follow people like us, or I mean, there's so many people out there who follow share us, social follow media Follow a lot tips. of people. Um, you know, take what resonates with you from what we're saying, from what they're saying, and then leave the rest behind. Then understand that this commitment is going to come with sacrifice, with discipline, and likely some discomfort. Because when you're trying something new, of course, you're going to be terrible at it at first. Mm-hmm. Just scroll back to all of our posts from years and years <laughs> ago. Um, so that's number one. Number two, creating a plan. So just like building a house requires plans, the same goes for building a business on social media. Having a plan actually makes being consistent 10,000 times easier Similar to knowing who your ideal client is makes creating content easier because with having a plan, it, it almost kind of creates some type of visual or like a checkbox. I love checkboxes. I need well, that. Like <laughs> it taking, all right, I need to post more on Instagram into, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to post plan. three times. Mm-hmm. I'm going to th- post three photos and I'm going to do two reels per week. That makes it specific and it takes it from being abstract into being reality um and when i say like to create a plan that's exactly what i mean how many times are you posting per week how many are static posts so just the typical photo uh how many are reels are you trying to do igtvs or go live like are you trying to get on stories every single day like figure out what type of content you want to be pushing out how often and then write it down. Right. Write it down. I had, at one point, I had a sticky note <laughs> on my computer that was like, Monday I post this, and Tuesday I post this, and Wednesday I post this, you know? Um, so yeah, write it down. On I a love sticky that. note Or a notebook, or your notes app, somewhere, write it down. Because you have to take it from your brain and put it somewhere where you can see it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number <laughs> three. Um scheduling tasks in your calendar. So of course a written down plan is great, but to actually see any results, you have to make time for those tasks that it takes to get you there, right? So take content creating, for example. Um, There are several things that go into one post or one reel, like you already mentioned. You have the photo taking or the video recording. So we usually will batch that on a certain day at a certain time. And don't. Right. And not usually photos and videos all at once. It's usually we do all of our photos and video is totally different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next is the caption writing. Just like you, Stephanie, I don't write captions (laughs) the same day as I'm taking photos. No. Um, I usually take that week by week. Yeah. I will try to plan that out week by week. I think that's awesome. Um, next is then the scheduling of it. Okay. So I have this photo or reel and I have this caption. When do I want to post it? Right. So figuring out when you want to post it and then the actual act of posting it, you know, um, if I'm not blocking time in my calendar for any of these tasks, like how am I going to get this content into the world? Mm-hmm. I'm not, it's not going to happen. <laughs> clearly, uh, clearly here I am. <laughs> if it's not, if it's not a priority, it doesn't get done. You and know? that goes for anything. It's, you're life. exactly right. Number four, just do it. Just execute. Do it. Execute. Now that you have your plan and you know when you're going to be doing these things, you have to actually execute them. It's one thing to plan out, okay, on Sunday evening, you're sitting there looking at your week 
and you're like, all right, I'm going to content create or I'm going to batch reels Tuesday from 2 to 4 p.m. It's one thing to do that. It's a whole other thing to actually get to Tuesday at 2 p.m. and then actually follow through with the plan that you made. Mm -hmm. So you actually have to execute. And I relate a lot of this to like my current bodybuilding journey. If you aren't already aware or don't follow me on social media, I've been prepping for a bodybuilding show that's actually going to be this month in October, which is nuts. Um, But anyway, I had to follow all four of these steps to get to that, to get to this point. So I first had to fully commit to the experience. So I did that through, you know, mentally committing, being like, all right, I'm going to do this as well as hiring a coach, Mm -hmm. you know? So next we created a plan. My coach creates the macro plan that I follow each week, um, as well as a workout plan, what I'm working out, what muscles I'm targeting, what exercises I'm doing, how many reps, whatever. Then after that, I do this just personally. I go into my Google calendar uh, and I will schedule my workouts in my calendar. Oh yeah. Number one, because it has to get done. Right. In this prep journey, there's no if, ands, or buts. It gets oh, yeah. done. I put mine in my, my calendar too. Yeah. So <laughs> I go in and I put it in my Google calendar so that mm-hmm. people can't you know, I can't book appointments or anything over that. That time is dedicated to the workout. Um, in addition to this, uh, each day I've been finding that it's a lot easier for me to stick to my macros if I kind of plan them out through the day right. or plan them out for the day, I should say. So every morning I'll go in and be like, okay, what meals do I have for lunch and dinner? And I'll put those in and then I'll kind of like fill in the rest work it backwards yeah with like I like that breakfast okay I can have this and this and then for snacks I can do this this and this um and that's made it a lot easier to hit my actual daily macro goals um and then while it's great to actually like plan it all and get to this point knowing my workouts and when and everything I still have to do all of that Mm -hmm. I still have to actually go to the gym actually lift all the weights, actually do the cardio and actually eat the things that I say I'm going to eat. Right. You know, so it's just, you have to actually do the thing. It takes a lot of discipline results. Yes. And like, this is just such a, a relatable thing. Like I said, it doesn't just apply to bodybuilding, nor does it just apply to social media. It applies to everything. Right. And then lastly, if you remember, we still have number five, which is rinse and repeat. You can't just decide to follow this process once. You have to follow it over and over and over to actually see results. I would not be here in my business nor in my fitness journey if I had only done this for one week or two weeks or three weeks. You have to keep doing it over and over. And there's this thing, I'm not the original creator of this phrase, but there's a, a phrase that I really like called marry the process and divorce the outcome. Which means really just like, it's kind of like the, the joy in the journey, not in the destination, right? Focus on the journey, not the destination kind of thing, but it's marry the process, get used to the process and divorce the outcome. Because when you marry the process, things are going to happen the way that they're supposed to. Mm -hmm. The Um, outcome will come. 
even when nothing is happening too, I see this a lot. And I think this is where people get stuck a lot is it may feel like nothing is happening. And so you're just like going to flip tables and throw your hands in the air and say, well, nothing's happening. So why should I keep going? And in real estate, you have to remember we're in a 30, 60, 90 day long game long game that's for sure we don't (laughs) see results after one day no you know anybody who has gotten anyone through a transaction buying or selling knows that it takes time to find the client it takes time to get them pre-qualified and or get their house ready to list it takes time to get under contract it takes time to get to the closing right all of these things take time And so that's just the nature of this industry that we're in. But you have to just keep going even when things are, when it feels like nothing is happening. Because in reality, things are working for you behind the scenes because you're putting in the effort. That's just how the world works. Right. You just don't see that outcome yet. Yeah. Boom. That's all five. So amazing. That was amazing, Jesse. I love it. Thank you. I loved your tips. And I cannot wait to go and get started on my to-do list as well. Yes. Hopefully you guys (laughs) took something from this. Uh, You know, it might've been a little bit of an ass kicking for you. And, you know, sometimes we need those. Sometimes we do guys. Sometimes we need a kick in the pants because we're not doing things. And, and sometimes it takes like an outside perspective of someone. So like we were talking about this earlier where you know, if you have an agent come to you as the team leader and be like, well, nothing's happening, nothing's working. And you can kind of gut check them by saying, well, are you being consistent? Tell me what you have done. How long have you been doing that for? You know, sometimes it takes an outside perspective to kind of remind us that, okay, so there might be a little bit more that I could be doing right now. Exactly. Yeah. So hopefully this episode did it for you. All right, guys, (laughs) we hope that you do have a great rest of your Thursday. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to Socially Modern. Interested in partnering with us on our nationwide real estate team? Check the show notes of this episode to schedule a call with one of us to learn more. Make sure to follow us on Instagram for all the latest updates on the show at Socially Modern. You can also follow me, Stephanie, at Hey Stephanie Mainville, and me, Jesse, at Miss Jesse Lockhart. We hope you have a great day, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>